never worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well we've devised a test to put the rest your fears There's no need to panic if you lend us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show then you're probably a nerd For a new episode of the It's Canon Podcast, the podcast where we like to talk about anything and everything, the podcast where we like to talk about movies, books, comic books, video games, lawsuits, licensing issues, etc., 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 and the best part of it all is, is that it's all in canon. We're hosts, I'm Boris, and as always, I am joined by Tyler. Contract Law! Everyone's Contract Yes. How's it going, buddy? It is pretty good. I'm my partner is out of country on a business trip. Is nice. I'm solo parenting, and I just got back from uh we have some phenomenal friends literally just down the street, slash the hill. I took the dog over there, and they were like, Tyler, here's some beer. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then the dogs played for an hour and a half, and then I walked back up the hill, and now I'm here. Awesome. That sounds like an awesome way to spend a Monday night. How's the weather out there? It's cold. Yeah. It's fucking cold. That's why we had dogs in the house playing. Yeah. Because it was just like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Are you guys still going through like that one-day spring, one-day winter type of weather? So this weekend was cold. It is minus 20 here at my house right now it is supposed to be plus two tomorrow yeah that's exactly it's so weird so right now right now here in toronto or in the gta we are in the middle of a snowstorm it is disgusting outside it's minus two so it's like that prime snow weather right and it's crazy right now you just look outside and it just looks like a sheet of white and going in all these dif- different directions. Like, it's crazy out there. Uh, you know, hopefully everyone is safe. Hopefully everyone keeps their electricity here in the GTA. Uh, but I believe tomorrow is likely going to be a snow day here. Um, so perfect timing to listen to the It's Cannon podcast. Um, it is just the us, just the us two. Wow. <laughs> Dumb English lessons. Uh, just us two this week. Uh, Phil, hopefully you're feeling okay. Uh, he's got some appointments and stuff to deal with, so he's not here with us. Uh, but I know he is listening because unlike you and I, he actually listens back to the show. Weird. <laughs> this is weird. I mean, look, I I fully support his continued surgeries to become Cyclops from the X-Men. <laughs> right. Right. That's his end goal. Exactly. He's getting laser eyes. I'm exactly. sorry that you all found out like this, but Phil's going to be the first person on Earth with laser eyes. Exactly. Exactly. Man, I like that office that you're in. 
Very Look, nice color. I like the color. It's a it's a cute little office slash our guest room. It's got a piano over there. Oh man. Look at you. Yeah, I'm up in my partner's office. Usually I'm downstairs in the basement, which is you know. A basement. It's a basement. <laughs> <laughs> a half finished basement. It is now three quarters of the way finished. Oh, yeah. look at that. Oh, Moving all sense. up in the world. Uh, it has fire, doing and fire is nice. Yeah, oh, ooh, yeah, that yeah, very much is. Um, what 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 are we gonna talk about today? All right, so we're gonna do our usual, you know, what we're reading, what we're watching, what we're playing, chat, and then later on. Oh man, I've been looking forward to this particular discussion for a long time. We are gonna be really focusing, and I guess we're gonna start the conversation with Wizard of the Coast and all that controversy. We're gonna be talking about IP, we're gonna be talking about licensing, and we're just gonna have some fun. And Tyler, I can just see you're chomping at the bit for this one. I've written a few articles that have already been published on this, and I'm gonna tell, this is the the last time I tell the joke that I've told a few times now, but there are few topics on Earth that are designed for the weird intersection of knowing about dragons and law. And I am I am one of the people on Earth who's designed to talk about dragons and law. There you go. There you go. So you're like you're you're basically like a, a Targaryen. That's some there's a lot of incest in the books. <laughs> There's a lot of incest. In the I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what floats your boat. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. I have to watch, right? Or I have to watch. What is wrong? I actually, I know what's wrong with me. I'm starting to feel a little sick, so I've decided to take some uh, some Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Higher dose than I normally take because it's hard to find some Tylenol because you know. Apparently, that's how the world is now. Uh, the world landed. Oh, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. I uh, I have, like, right beside my computer, I have two Tylenol colds, the cold and flu stuff. That stuff knocks me out. I'm not one to take medication. So when I do, it really does affect me. I cannot wait to take these motherfucking pills when we're done. Because I'm going to pass out, like, within 10 minutes after I take them. Dream. Right? Um... Are you did, did you did are you caught up? Did you finally watch Last of Us? I told you I got caught up. It's good. It's a really oh. good show. <laughs> sure. I like the uh, we we've had this issue in the in the past of sometimes there's a show and it's just like yeah it's good I have nothing to say about it because it's just like yeah it's good. Meh. Did you watch last night's episode? No, I haven't watched last night yet. Okay. I I have to hand in a manuscript this week so. Busy. I wrote 5,000 words today instead, and Ooh. the one show I watched today. Ooh. Great. Ooh. Crazy. No, it was a very good episode. It was a very, very great. No, it was great. It was really yeah. well done. Uh, it was essentially the DLC. Yeah, I was going to say, we're. we're I think, is it? Oh my God, Brain Fart. Are they only doing an eight? Nine. Only nine. We're two episodes away from. Well, oh, no, yeah. I knew yeah. we were close. I knew it wasn't like a. We're not doing a 23 episode season. We're we're far from those days, man. And I love it. Like, you know what? I would rather have this quality and high budget and shorter seasons that are just every 
episode can be its own movie, feels like its own yeah. movie sometimes, than, you know, the long form. Not to say that there's no place for those. There is a place for those, right? But yeah. when you're telling a story like The Last of Us, when you're telling a story like uh, Game of Thrones, when you're telling a story like Succession or something like that, right? Mandalorian. Man oh, Mandalorian. Starts this week. Oh my god. Starts in two days. Yep, yeah. Pedro Pascal's everyone's puppy, everyone's daddy. Um, it's crazy. He's he's just taking over. Yeah. It was crazy. like surprise. It was me all along. Exactly. No, so I'm really we're gonna be talking about that. Take off a mask. <laughs> Captain Harkness. Agatha Hart uh, Catherine Hahn. Oh, I can't I cannot wait. Okay, look. We've had many discussions about the Disney Plus uh, MCU shows, sure. right? Alex, I know you're listening. You and I, we always bitch about them. Uh, Tyler, we always bitch, bitch about them. But I'm actually really I've actually looking been forward to that most one. Of them. Hmm? I've actually been impressed by most of them. I have too. Look, yeah. they've been good. I've been they've been watchable. It just it, it falls into the trap that you and I have been talking about, where it's. Oh, yeah. You gotta watch everything, or all certain things don't make sense. Like, perfect example of this was talking to a friend after we had talked about Ant Man. Right? They listened to our episode. They they uh, they gave us kudos, and essentially they're like, "I don't know what I was watching half the time." Yep. I mean, even even Feige's like, "Oh, we gotta cut back. This is becoming a problem." Yep. Yep. Because I get it. A lot of people can't watch the shows. Yeah, but oh my god, what did I just do? I'm back. All right. Okay. Got to stop uh, pulling on chains. Um, the issue was, you know, it was all about content, 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 content. Disney Plus numbers, Disney Plus numbers. So you know, now that Mr. Iger is back, it seems like uh, you know it, it's it's they're taking a step back, right? Um, and and they're being smart about what they release, where they release it, and when they release it, which that's really good for the MCU because I know that there's just a lot of people who are tired of the MCU, right? You're getting that MCU. What's the, what's what's the term like the uh, hmm? fatigue? Fatigue. That's it. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, MCU fatigue is really strong. Yeah, I'm. Um, I mean, I, there's a whole separate discussion to be had about yeah. the the um, palace politics behind Iger's out. No, he's in. No, he's out. And I, I don't know how much. I don't know how much I give that to him. I, I think it's a convenient narrative to have. Um, but I, I I think that you're right though. A lot of them are like like everyone kind of involved is like we got to start dialing it back. And to read my tea leaves a little bit, it does look like they're starting to divide it into roughly three big sections. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're going back to something along the lines of, and not entirely, but along the lines of the TV shows are going to be more defenders esque. Yes. Right, because we're getting Echo, we're getting Daredevil, Secret Wars, There's rumors of another Hawkeye. Yep, Secret Wars. That one's going to be a big old mashup, I think. That's going to be a weird one. I'm curious. I mean, Armor Wars is now going to be a movie, which I think is probably ah. Eh. Armor Wars go either way. It's I don't know. 
I feel like they don't know what they want to do with Riri with Riri Johnson in the MCU, which is fair because I think Riri Johnson is broadly speaking a less developed character than yes. your Kamala Khan. Yes, agreed. Like agreed. right, it was she was designed to be the new Iron Man. Which sure, let's like let's set aside whether or not that's a thing you can or should do. I don't he you make a teenager a philandering sex maniac alcoholic. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be weird right? on so many levels. So many levels. Right? I mean, and I, I think that's uh Ah, there's a separate uh, we've done a whole rabbit hole of MCU I think has a super genius not MCU. Marvel Comics have a super genius problem. They do. They do. Because it's like everyone's a super genius. What does that mean? Right. No, no, it's true. And the comics is getting worse and worse. Have you been keeping up with the any comics from the M, from Marvel? No. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's, it's I, been um, harder and harder. I still keep up with some DC. I'm actually back to reading Batman. Chip Zdarsky has done, had an incredible run with Batman. After the Tom King run, which really took Batman back, the whole Batman Catwoman stuff was a little too much. Bane got way too much spotlight. So that Tom King run was a little eh, but Chip Zdarsky is really doing a good job with Batman, in my opinion. I I mean I, I oh, as soon as I left rivers. as soon as I left the job of running the comic store, I stopped reading Marvel and DC. Yeah, and it was part of it was just like I just need a break. We moved. I didn't have a comic book store here. I don't want to ship stuff. Mm-hmm. And how all I read is like image. Yep, same. For the most part, Image is, is, is having a great run right now. Um, really good stuff with Image. Yeah. You know what? We should have a episode dedicated to comics, a.k.a. Image, <laughs> and create I, our I own mean, stuff. There's some good stuff coming out of Boom. There's some really good stuff coming out of Dark Horse, to their credit. I think Magnola needs to wrap up Hellboy slash yes. that universe yes. at some point because, like, he's been flirt- he's been edging us. For 15 years now. Yeah, he has been. One, oh, dude, one, like, yeah. Back when we started this show in 2015, oh, yeah. I swear to God, we were talking about the end of Hellboy and that uh, BP, BP, yeah. <laughs> that, he just, that, he, just, that he just keeps writing other stuff instead. And he's like, well, now we're back in the 40s. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. I will keep buying Hellboy in the 30s and 40s. Just finish the story. Yeah. But. Have you. Saga. That's one that I'm so happy is back. Ah. Ah. So good. Right? Saga. Ah. That's just fantastic. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Have you watched Picard yet? I'm still in season two. Yeah. Yeah. I have finite time. Yeah, that's a problem. There's not enough hours in a day with, you know, trying to, you know. Make money, live, and uh, do all the other stuff. Make beer. So much stuff I got to do. Oh, man. We got to. That's something we got to talk about. Is, uh, we got to get uh, brewers back and have a whole episode about beer, a.k.a. just a huge excuse for us to get smashed on a podcast again. Just, I'm just letting you know, we found out about a malt house hmm? nearby. Ooh. That is dog friendly mm. so you go inside and there's just dogs running around off leash amazing cheap beers 
and you can order in food. There's like, yeah, just order a pizza from somewhere else. It'll be great. There's a place like that in Cambridge here in Ontario. Uh, I forget wow. what it's called, but yeah, I love those. Like, I just love places like that. That's how more places should be. I'm just scrolling through like our usual feed, right? Like, I have a feed where I get all the all the big news. Starfield, remember Starfield? <laughs> Apparently, we're gonna finally see something about an announcement uh, coming uh, soon. "Quote unquote," any day now. Sure. Right. I mean. <sighs> I hope it's good. I don't think... I, I, I'm not holding my breath. I've actually been really disappointed with several big games to come out this year and like, last year. Like, let's talk like, about that. Like, so... So... <sighs> Callisto Protocol is just uninspired. It's <sighs> fine. So... But the gameplay... Sorry, yeah, go for it. Go and I'll finish. The gameplay loop for a bunch of these games is just, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, for for raising the price on us, which I can actually get behind. Mm -hmm. I don't love it. Like, I'm not cheering, but I'm also, like, I'm sympathetic. But, like, Horizon Forbidden West was really good. I like the Horizon game, but it's just, it almost could have just been a big DLC. Really? Right? Like, and, and again, I loved it. Played the whole thing from start to finish. Gonna buy the DLC. But it's like, they haven't changed the loop. Right. Yeah, you I know, get that. You know, you're not you the look, first person to say that about Horizon especially, right? It's a, it's it, a fine loop, right? Like, Assassin's Creed games have been the same loop for ages. Oh, yeah. Since the first one. I've only been able to play the first one from beginning to end. All the other ones I've attempted, dude, I have some games. That I've never even like Assassin's Creed games that is that are still in its plastic because people have bought them for me and I'm like I just don't like the series and they got so big and bloated yes like three makes you work for it but there's some real good writing and some really cool ideas in three mm -hmm. but a it makes you work for it and b it makes you work for it because it's like the best stuff in three is side quests, which are never like, what? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What was I going to say? It was something about, oh, yeah. Talking about Horizon, just because you can't talk Horizon without talking about uh, Legend of Zelda. Do you think that Legend, the new Legend of Zelda game is going to have this issue of it just feeling like just a, a big DLC That's a good question. Um, I hate. Not that I don't hate. I don't love over over like over speculating based on trailers. Yeah. It looks like based upon the trailer, they've tried to add enough that it'll feel like a sequel. Yeah. It won't feel like a whole brand new thing. Like it won't be the same leap that Breath of the Wild was over previous ones. Yeah. Which is fair. Like so that like. There is a place and a time for sequels. Rock on. Uh, Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask. I think it'll feel like that, right? Where they're going to try yeah. to make the game feel different enough yeah. so that you're not playing the same game over. Yeah, and That's we're going to add stuff. We're going to have new ideas and concepts. We're going to have new riffing on things, which is a great way to do it. 
Yep. It's going to be interesting. Let's talk about Sony PlayStation's The State of Play. You know, because we might as well. No one is going to E3 this year. Nintendo officially said they're not going. State of Play was last week. Uh, Nintendo Direct a couple weeks ago, waiting for Xbox to kind of play their cards. Uh, so a yeah. couple things that we're, we talked about last week, you know, PlayStation VR 2 titles, got the Foglands, Green Hell, blah, 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 blah. Same old stuff, same old stuff. I think some of the biggest news was the Suicide, suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Um, so more information is there, new details. We got a trailers, gameplay footage, more. A lot of people are getting a little upset about this. Question for you. I think the biggest news tidbit out of this was when they kind of sneakily announced the continuous network connection that you have to have to play this game what does that mean i mean i thought we already knew that personally i thought we already knew that like it's like gotham knights it's just gotham knights was a test balloon to see how far they could do this and you know culturally i think that it's it's like, like gotham knight who's still playing gotham knights mm, like people who just bought it for sale well, that's what i'm getting at. that's what i think though right it's like i don't think that it's getting the continuous numbers they wanted yeah and it is one of those games that it felt like you know there was hype in the lead up and now it's no one's talking about it and I, we have a lot of games right now that i feel like that's what keeps happening is it's like when's the last time we had a really good game that dominated the discourse for reasons about the game itself. Oh, right? Not for whether or not it's helping to fund a genocide. Not for whether or not it's helping to fund a different genocide. <laughs> All right. Like, uh, Breath God of War? Wild. God of War. Ragnarok. That's fair. I could give you, I mean, I could give you God of War Ragnarok. I didn't, I don't, I don't know. I am not seeing it as much in like the ether around me, but I'm willing to concede that might be the scene I'm in. Here's the thing about God of War, and this is something that we talked about when we were talking about no one getting PlayStation 5s, is yeah. people are just getting the system now. So I'm literally seeing on my like my social feeds, on the It's Canon podcast social feeds, at It's Canon Podcast, um, where... People are finally getting their, you know, God of War 2, uh, Ragnarok edition PlayStation. So they're finally just playing it, right? That's fair. But, but yeah, I, I will. I, I, it's a, that. You know, it, it doesn't have that continuous hype. That's yeah. a great question. Man. Like. That's, sports games don't have that anymore. Sports games die within months cool. now because. Well, they go on sale, and the next one's going to come out in a few months. Oh, man. Really trying to think. Like, I'm thinking we we had Breath of the Wild. Horizon um, Zero Dawn had that effect in part because for the era especially, it was so gorgeous. Spider-Man? Spider-Man was probably the last really big one that, like, because it had... It had a while that it was just like everyone was like, "You gotta get Spider-Man." Yep. Um. And Theft Auto. That was ten years ago. I know, literally ten years yeah. ago. Twenty twelve was when I bought 
Grand Theft Auto for PS3. And yeah, I would give you that. Grand Theft Auto Five was that kind of game. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, because that's when PS4 came out. I bought it a few months before PS4 came out. Oh, oh. my God. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, so yeah, dude, that's crazy. Okay, so State of Play. Another thing they were talking about, March 24th, console and PC, Resident Evil 4 Remake. That's getting some hype for people. I get those remake monies. Yeah. How do you feel about remakes? That's something we haven't really talked about too much. I don't know. I have I have complicated feelings that if we want to get into it, I don't have to talk around my thoughts. I picked up Metroid Prime remake and I'm enjoying mm -hmm. it, but also I didn't play Metroid Prime the first time because I didn't have the. I remember not having the money back in the day. So. That is the classic response, though. Why I think the remake market is hot. Okay, yes, it is one thing to get a game for nostalgic reasons, and you're playing this for nostalgic reasons, and it's like, oh, it's updated. But people our age, um. We missed out on certain games because we just didn't have the funds. Our, you know, we had to buy our own systems. Our parents didn't buy us stuff, yada, yada, yada. So this is the first time, without being a retro gamer, that you've been able to play some of these games. Yeah, I, I, I am a little bit more... Yeah, I have complicated feelings about it because the other side of it is, like, we do keep seeing... Nintendo and Sony especially, well Nintendo especially but Sony to a lesser extent, like pulling access to their own products to like help prop up this remake yeah. environment. Yeah, I also think there's a really big difference between the ones where it's like, it's a remake and you're like it is literally just you've upgraded the graphics. Yeah. Versus the Final Fantasy VII Insanity, where it's like, is it a remake? Is it a sequel? Who knows? It's yet? both. It's both. Yeah. That's a different one. I don't. I don't consider. I consider that a remake plus, because the the, the swerves that you had in the story, uh, you're essentially getting a whole new experience. Well, especially when characters are like, oh, he didn't die anymore, and it's like, wait, what? what? Right. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I think I just killed someone from the Advent Children movie who isn't supposed yep. to be alive yet. What yeah. is happening? Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like That's like the gold standard of like, it, 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 it's the same characters, an entirely different, insane new thing. But only a JRPG can get away with something like that. Like, Last yeah, of Us. you can get away with some other stuff. Guy Theft Auto? Last of Us? You can't. Uh, Last of Us, no. Grand Theft Auto, you could, because Grand Theft Auto is a fucking insane already. Yeah, true enough. Like, you gotta remember, Grand Theft Auto, like, you couldn't get away with it. I'm like, Grand Theft Auto had the unspeaking protagonist from 3 show up in San Andreas and get be <laughs> given a name. Yeah, so true. A and canonically a huge dick, which is just a weird, like, addition. Well, when in Rome. Got some when Street Fighter Rome. 6 news from the PS uh, State of Play. Internet's horny. Yep, it is. It really is. Cammy, Lily, Zangief, they're going to be, yep. they've been added to the roster. Uh, humanity, the revelation of Thank humanity, you. a puzzle title where players take on the role of Shiba Inu, who's tasked with guiding humanity. Um, this reminds me kind of like of the game, like just, just from its, 
description stray. Yep. Or lemmings. <laughs> Isn't that just humanity in the Matrix? <laughs> Destiny 2 still going. Destiny 2 Lightfall. Uh, classic Bungie. They showcased more of its expansion. Lightfall for Destiny 2. They got a trailer. We heard about the story, features, and other stuff. You know what? Say what you want. Good on Bungie. I'm just trying to look up what the concurrent players are for Destiny 2. There's got to be enough for them to continue, like, to keep making uh, DLCs or whatever you call them, expansions. It's averaging about just under a million active a day. Active. Active a day. Yeah. A million unique. Like, oh my, I, I, Destiny's not for me. Not going to, sh- not no shade if you like it. Those are solid. Like, those numbers you just keep making the game. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. And, and even then, you know, what do they quant- quantify, qualify an active user? Because I bet you there's a lot more. Uh, is it one minute of play, an hour of play, three hours of play? Is it 30 seconds of uh, being on any screen, right? Yeah, so, so that is that is have gotten past the login. Okay. This is also saying... There are 42, they, this estimate from this source, which I am trying to figure out the veracity of, but it's 42 million subscribers. Woo. Wow. What? Wow. What? See, Bungie, can't, can't shit talk them. All right. Yeah, I would just keep ma- making it. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy, man. I knew I knew the numbers were impressive, all things considered, but I didn't think it w- it was that impressive. Now, is Destiny Two considered a game, or is that considered one of those continuous? I forget what the exact term is. I don't know. Like a never-ending the, game. The 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 live updates. service or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, November. 2022 was like the worst month in ages and steam alone was reporting 40,000 concurrence. That's crazy. And I think it's like in my understanding, cause it would be still on cause it's an EA game. Yep. So a lot of people would be going through EA's There's formerly like that, origin. That now. Origin, whatever it is now, now. whatever it is now, some are going to be on console. Yep. Good for them, I guess. Yeah, good for them. You know what? Okay. More money to the video game industry. Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Larian Studios, they announced August 31st for the upcoming RPG title. Uh, we got a trailer. It confirms J.K. Simmons' role as the antagonist, General Ketherick Thorm. Awesome name. I mean, this is the thing I want to talk about in a future episode, though, because they've been selling this as early access at 80 bucks for, I want to say, two years now. Yeah. And that's weird. It's very weird how much even, like, Larian is not a small studio. This is Wizards of the Coast. We're talking about our main thing. And it's like, you can just, they can just sell an early access game, which means we're doing testing. 
so they can lower their testing cost and just sit on our money for two years. Yep, that's exactly it. Weird. Yep, that's exactly it. Atomic Heart, that's been getting a lot of attention lately. What a, I've, uh, what a weird one. Right? What a weird one. First person action RPG in, set in a world of killer robots. Ooh, ooh, robot mommy step on me is a lot of what I've seen. <laughs> also, I've also seen a lot of... Doesn't this company... Isn't this owned by the Russian government in part? Right. Isn't it kind of weird? Well, the world's a weird place right now. The, the world's a very weird, very weird place right now. All right, we gotta... We, you and I, we gotta do a... Uh, a trip to Disneyland in LA because Captain America the musical is real and it is going to be a show there. I just want to watch that. Like that's that's literally all I want. Is it only at Disneyland? Only at Disneyland, US uh oh, LA. Yep. Cause because I have access to a timeshare in Disney World. <laughs> God damn it. And I'm like, wrong coast. Yep. Uh. Rogers, the musical, which was originally introduced in Hawkeye, is actually going to be a thing, and they're going to probably redo the music. Of from course, that. they're going to do that. It, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be filmed, and it's going to be on Disney Plus at some point once they get the kinks out and they get a couple of good filmed versions of it. Yep, like Hamilton. Because why was. not? Yep, Netflix lowering its prices in many parts of the world. Good for them. Must be nice. Netflix. Netflix, go home. You're drunk. Right? They're trying anything for some good PR, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's a question. You've seen this whole HBO stuff, right? Where they're going to be taking some a lot of their popular shows, like Westworld, uh, moving them to the free platforms, like you know, Tubi. Like whatever, Pluto TV, Roku. whatever, Roku, those those free platforms. Um, okay. They're also going to be testing, putting them on, uh, on 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 regular TV edited versions. Obviously, for some of their shows, um, Wait, WB Discovery. Did HBO just reinvent just, cable? Right, right. They're just desperate right now. It's crazy. They're like trying so many different things. So weird. It's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like, just, you had a working business model. Yeah. That's, that's the part that gets to me, is like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand where, like, I do understand, but I don't understand what that company is thinking right now. Um, You know, and then you have like, the horrible news that they got this weekend where apparently test screening for Aquaman 2 are disastrous. Where it's being called the worst DC movie, period. I mean, haven't, haven't test screening said almost every movie DC movie is the worst DC movie, period? <laughs> well, buddy, they seem to be getting worse and worse at this point. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't... Uh... <sighs> Like, Aquaman's already a hard character to do anything with on the big screen. Yep. 
right? Like, you can pretend Aquaman is, like, a well-known A-list hero. But who outside of comics knows who the fuck Aquaman is? People who watched... uh... Curb Your Enthusiasm. Not Curb Your Enthusiasm. What, what was that stupid show, show called from HBO? Uh, the one where the actors, the Adrian whatever, Grain A show. I don't know what you're trying to uh, say to doesn't me. Matter. Doesn't matter. No one knows about Aquaman. They know Aquaman? They don't, no one knows about Aquaman. But do they know, like, like, but I, but they, like do they care? Or they no. like, oh, I know of Aquaman versus, like, do they know why the, like, the lore of his of his half Atlantean, half human origin is important. Do they care about Black Manta? No, they don't. Right, like they don't. Yeah, this is what it kind of comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, I'm gonna try to watch this movie later this week. I am watching Creed three later this week because oh. many reasons. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? But yeah. uh so that's I'm going to think I'm going to do that Thursday maybe on Wednesday I'm going to go watch Cocaine Bear. I th- I I I just want to watch this. I've honestly wanted to watch this since uh I heard about it. Uh but it's done pretty good numbers domestically. Uh made about 30 million n- number 1 in the country. Here's here this is what I really want to talk about. Ant-Man went down 69% week over week. Yeah. Yep. I I mean, part of that is going to be how much they've trained people that it's like, you can just get them Disney Plus. Yep, that's that's right? exactly like, the point I was trying to make, right? Like, it's, if you don't watch it that first weekend, just got to wait a few more weeks. Yeah, like, un- unless, an, unless a Marvel movie comes out that does, like, that has the cultural impact of, like, Black Panther 1. Because that was, like, people went nuts, and rightfully so. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I know people who watched Black, the first Black Panther, like, five times in the theater alone. Yeah, but for Ant-Man Quantumania, which is fine, it's a solid movie, but I, I, I would bet a lot of people were like, oh, it's fine, I'll wait for Disney+. Plus. Yep. Yep, that's exactly it. That's 100%. It right there, right? The whole Disney Plus phenomena. Um, just reading this IGN review of is this IGN? Of course it's IGN. Of course it's IGN. Six. That is like the lowest score I've seen for Creed three so far. It's getting a it got a six. Wait, IGN's keyboard works six and lower? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That yeah, sounds right. like some bullshit. <laughs> that to me just goes to show you this movie is probably like a perfect ten. I mean, I, I, the number of people who are ex IGN employees who have been like, yeah, it's just how much they, it's just who they're buying ads is like, well, okay, well then why would any of us trust this? Well, that's the thing. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just bitter. I'm just bitter about a lot of stuff when it just comes old men shaking their fists at the clouds. Honestly, and this is why I always say, like, just, 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 there's so much content, so many awesome creators out there, so many awesome yep. creators who don't have the opportunity to get review copies for one reason or another. We've been blessed with, uh, with getting back on a few PR lists again. Um, but, you know, I, I've, when I, when I send out emails to get us on PR lists, I flat out tell them, you know, 
it's yeah. an unbiased review. I mean, and I'm not I'm not trying to blow smoke. I like I, I, I know a couple of stories of certain places being especially good and especially bad. Yeah. In the stuff we've done with them, to their credit, Marvel and DC have both been very like, you're gonna say what you're gonna say. Like Yeah. yeah. Which I, I, I respect. I like yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let us, you know what, let's just jump, let's just jump to it. I think uh, we're going to start going around in circles unless there's, is there anything you want to talk about before we jump to Wizards of the Coast? I, quick little thing, because it's hilarious. My partner has not seen any of the Rocky movies before. Okay. But saw the trailer for Creed 3 and was like, fuck, I got to watch the Rocky movies. <laughs> okay. And I was like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you Strap do. in. <laughs> so right? on Friday... On Friday before they left for their trip, we got to Rocky Four. Nice. And they finished it, and they were like, "What the fuck was that? What what was that?" You know, and Rocky like, Four is so funny again. Like, there was a period in time where it was like, "Hey, whatever, it's Russians, woo!" But now it's like it's we're right back to that. But there's a robot. This <laughs> yeah, ro- is Like, if you cut the extraneous fluff in that movie. It's 45 minutes. If at all. Yeah. Apollo Creed dies. Spoiler alert. Rocky gets yeah. angry. Rocky has a montage. He beats uh, Drago. Ivan Drago. That is the movie in a Four nutshell. montages in that movie. Yep. Rocky has a driving montage. Workout montage one. Workout montage two. So true. So true. Yep. So my partner was like, that was insane. And I feel like I need to work out now. And I'm like, that's the Rocky effect. <laughs> Wait till she gets to five. Oh, my God. With Tommy Gunn. So bad. It's the worst. Five is the worst one by so far. By far. Because that's when they, like, dropped, like, the classic music, the classic feel. And they tried to 90 it. The And the budget feels like it's $25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that that's why you didn't see another Rocky movie for 14 years until you got Balboa, which was a fantastic film. I recently watched good. that on TV. It's rare that I sit down and actually watch a movie on TV. One of the few movies I watch on TV uh, anytime it's on, True Lies. I don't know why. It's on TV all the time. Fantastic movie. Oh, I love that. You know they're making a <laughs> show out of that. Sure. Why right? not? Nothing's new. Right? Yeah. Right? All those okay. Guys, yeah. So, Balboa, very good, very freaking good. Love that movie. Every time, like, I forget how much I actually like that movie. Don't love the weird pull yourself up by the bootstraps, like, rant at the audience, but otherwise. Yeah. Then we jump to Creed. The first Creed was so good. Fantastic. So good. Loved it. Creed 2 was good, but Creed, the first one, so good. So I'm really looking forward to uh, to Creed three, and uh, just to top it all off, you know, you get Jonathan Majors. Uh, man's a fucking oak tree. <laughs> yep. The weird experience. I texted my mom, and I was like, "That's a good looking man." Mom was like, "Hmm," and I'm like, mm, "Don't love that conversation." <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that, but I don't love that one. Yep. Yep. <sighs> 
I get I can feel my fever coming back like the sweat is starting. All right, so let's All jump right. to the Wizards of the Coast. Tyler, I'm going to act stupid. Shut up, listeners. Or I shouldn't say that. But shut up, people who uh, are going to say, but you are stupid. I am not. No, but I'm going to I'm going to take a step back, right? Cuz there's there's a lot to to unpack on this one. So I'm going to try my best to ask the right questions, take this in the right direction, but I'm going to really let you take it because uh, you know, I you know what? Tell your background to our listeners, our newer listeners. I think that a lot of people don't realize that this literally is your ish. Yeah, so I've been a writer and game designer in the TTRPG field for a decade now. Um, I've worked for companies like Modifius, um, Chaosium, Fasus, Digian Fox. It's been a fun time. Um, it's been good stuff. Uh, but it was also very weird and stressful earlier this, earlier this year when Wizards of the Coast just declared maybe the economy doesn't exist anymore. And I had a lot of clients on mo- on Monday of that week being like, you might not have a job anymore. None of this might exist. We might all be unemployed by Friday. And I'm like, hey, that's right? a great that's thing to hear. So the uproar that this caused in such a short amount of time is crazy. And I don't think people yeah. realize just how many companies, not people, companies were affected by the proposed changes that Hasbro yeah. slash Wizards of the Coast put into place. Yeah, I mean, as of as of us reporting, I was reading a report of the top five companies, top five publishing companies for RPGs, and four of them sell 5e products, which means wow. stuff that would have been affected by this licensing change. So... You know, this license would have affected Critical Role. This would have affected Dimension 20. Conceivably, this could have resulted in, in, in an alternate reality, a showdown between Amazon and Hasbro suing each other. Right. Like, it was weird. Um, Look, I think you can fuck the with weeds, open licenses all you want. No, you really can't. You can fuck with stuff all you want. But as soon as you fuck with Ashley Johnson, that's where Boris draws the line. It's weird. So before we get too much into the weeds on it, I want to do a quick bit for people who don't know TTRPGs as well. Um, the economics of tabletop RPGs are weird. It's not unlike the comic industry in that, like, <laughs> the couple of big players control the vast majority. Yep. It's really, and like comics, it's super hard to get good numbers. Yes. And harder so, and harder and harder. Yeah, because they're doing everything they can to obfuscate it. Um, so, Roll20, which is an online place you can play RPGs with your friends, their numbers get reported regularly, and they said 52% of their players are playing 5e. That's a big number. Um, Mike Murals. Mike Murals? I don't know how to pronounce his name. One of the designers of 5e said in the first year it was published that 5e had outsold every single previous version except for one. Yeah. Already. in his first year. And we're still in a box. I don't know if that's cigars or RPG stuff. I'll just take a look at who makes that, yeah. 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 My, my nephews bought me that. 
Nice. It's the the story engine. The deck of endless storytelling prompts designed by blah 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 blah. I like this. I gotta yeah. open this up and gotta start using it. It's this. fun. It's a fun little deck. Yeah. So the economics are weird. Depending on who you ask, somewhere between fifty and eighty percent of the industry is is Wizards of the Coast. Yep. Which is like a huge swath. Um Wizards of the Coast has had a thing called the SRD. Which is it's a if I say SRD later, it, that's what I'm talking about. It is their license. It's an OGL. It is very much inspired by and based upon the open licenses you find for software companies. Yep. The various Creative Commons license. It's based on that. And the original one for fifth edition was roughly saying certain parts of a game cannot be copyrighted and cannot be trademarked. That's how copyright trademark law works. Certain things can somewhere between like, and then this document is definitely has some stuff that are covered by copyright law and some stuff that isn't. We're putting out this document. So no one fights about what is and isn't. Yeah. So they do some stuff like any sort of named character that's copyrightable. Um, if you want to talk about Forgotten Realms, which is a, which is like it's a, it's a D&D setting, that's copyrightable. If you want to talk about the idea of a fighter, not copyrightable. All of a sudden, January 2023, Wizards of the okay. Coast slash Hasbro. So yep. One, before we step into the yeah. actual issue, so Wizards oh, of the gosh. Coast is a subsidiary of Hasbro, correct? Yes. Now, the Wizards of the Coast has traded hands a few times, but has been under Hasbro for a while now. Yep. Not too long ago, Hasbro made many, many changes to Magic the Gathering, which essentially destroyed Magic the Gathering in that community. Debatable. Debatable. Very Their debatable. sales numbers are still fantastic. Oh, they're fantastic, but I, it caused up or blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, the, point of, the point I'm trying to make is that people were almost just waiting for something to happen with yeah. Wizards of the Coast at this point. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm not saying I support... I'm not saying I, I, I side with them. I'm saying, to put on my business hat, I can understand being a business person and seeing Critical Role raise, what, $7 million on Kickstarter and have an Amazon TV show and be like... Isn't that our thing? Yeah. Are they just using our thing? Mm-hmm. And, you know. Now, wouldn't Wizards of the Coast have a special deal with someone like them? We're going to get critical into that. Role. We're yeah. going to get into that. Yeah. And one of the things to talk about is, to get a little business hatty, Games Workshop, who makes Warhammer, already did this. Yeah. And they did it. When I say the good way, I mean good if you're a business sociopath. I mean good is ineffective. Because what they did is Games Workshop made sure to splinter the community first. So they wouldn't all work together. And that allowed them to come in and, like, break up a bunch of the third-party stuff and allow them to do whatever they wanted. So they were essentially doing side deals with major uh, players, major yep. groups... Uh, the critical roles of the world of, in, for Magic, the, or for um, for Warhammer, Warhammer, right? And 
that essentially is like so as the hammer came down yeah i did um yep. people were kind of left on their own it was just the actual one offs it was your you know your you and your group of friends who were left alone to fighting all these rules yep. because there were all these side deals already made with the big players yes critical role does have a deal with wizards what that entails and what that covers is not known. Yeah. It is NDA'd up the wizard. It is up worth noting wizard zoo. I don't know. I'll just keep going. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is worth noting Critical Role has, I don't know who makes their business decisions, but they have engaged in what is called a sharp practice, which means you're kind of mean. You're not breaking any laws. But you're kind of being sketchy. Yeah. Um, so Critical Role, that's a separate that's a separate discussion. But yeah. Critical Role had a deal with them. And the reason why I bring up Critical Role, just because of the huge influence. Uh, they have the Amazon show. Uh, they have, you know, everyone knows one, of, these, of this group. One right? of the biggest things on Twitch. Yep. Like, they make, they make bank. And good for them. Um, Penny Arcade used to have a deal with Wizards. And their statement on this fiasco was strange and made it sound like they don't anymore. Right. And, you know, Acquisitions Incorporated, which is Penny Arcade's thing, also makes decent money. And I think Dimension 20, which is part of Dropout, and a couple of the other big ones don't have deals. Yep. All right, so, let's talk about this. Early January happens, or before this, uh, D&D executives, Kyle Brink, he's just sitting in his office, he's like yeah. looking at people just making bank on their yeah. product, and he's like, wait a minute, we got to capitalize on this. Why aren't we making bank also? So they make changes to their OGL, um, yes. essentially their open license, similar to, like you mentioned, software, and this was in early January, and what happened on the faithful Monday. We actually, they never released the, the new document. Right. right? It leaked. Leaked or leaked? Yeah, well, yes. I was one of the first people to be like, look, whether or not this was intentional, this is a great opportunity for them to have a weather, a, te a test balloon now, right? Because when it first leaked, and it was, it was rough, like it was along the lines of like, if you make more than $700,000 a year, you just have to pay royalties. Yep. And you have to report every sale and a bunch of other, like, rules, which it's debatable whether an OGL can be revoked. Right. So there was a lot of weird stuff and a lot of people panicking. And, you know, I was the first to be like, look, this is possibly a leak. This could just be from the lawyers. Be prepared. If... The odds of this not being a test balloon are as slim as, you know, a lot of people's hairlines. Especially now, 100%. Yeah. At the time, it, and this is this is me lawyer hatting a little bit mm -hmm. and talking to a couple of lawyers, this looked very lawyerly. So I'm not saying no. I'm saying you're probably right about the probability. But I'm saying, you know, 25% chance it was a leak maybe 30 in part because the wizard's staff is already pretty like 
Yeah. Fist railing at the man. Yeah, for sure. So it leaked and a bunch of people like were up in arms because countless businesses would just they would just go under. They just couldn't they just couldn't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And there was then like Wizards backtracking and a bunch of PR stuff and then some like what if we change these clauses? What if we change these clauses back and forth? And I was in a few meetings with people about this and various like what we would do to prep. And I I'm the first to admit I thought I thought more people would break ranks and try to cut a deal with Wizards. And it was, seems like no one did. I was very shocked about that. It seemed like the community really held together. And I think what screwed Wizards is the fact that they didn't cut these deals before this document came I, out. I think that's part of it, yeah. Well, it was that and even... And Critical Role saw which way the wind was blowing and they even were like... We can't say anything because of our agreements, but just know we're also concerned about the future of D&D, which is some people would say is talking out of both sides of your mouth. Some people is people is being like, look, they're, you know, they have mortgages to pay. And some people are like, well, you make a lot more money than me. So, like, I get a lot of the feelings about that. And that's super valid to be, you know, it's similar when I get mad at Taylor Swift for like, you could have done more about Ticketmaster, Taylor Swift. You are the richest musician. You literally could do whatever you wanted, but you chose not to. Um, Here's the thing. So, uh, Kyle Brink, the main executive producer of D&D, you know, he's he as as this quote unquote document is out in the public domain. It is almost as if they were negotiating out in public with the community. It was I I personally have never seen something like this, Um, but they were adamant that this new OGL yeah. would not change things like uh, the uh, video content, virtual tabletop programs like World 20 Foundry, uh, content produced under the previous version of the OGL, uh, such as old modules and things like yeah. that. So well, what was the outcry about the then? Well, one of the, we, get, we get into one of the legal questions, which is issue one is they said that but the clauses of the leaked agreement didn't agree with what they were exactly. saying. Um, two was a few of the drafts that came out included the clause that wizards could change this at any time. Yeah. Which, you know, I've talked to lawyer friends and some were like, you know, if one party can change a contract at any time for any reason and make it retroactive, is that's not really a contract. And they said, like, if they ever had to argue it, they were like, they would argue this isn't valid because it's not meaningful. But they also pointed out that if you are, you know, (laughs) any other RPG company on the planet, wizards can just bury you in paperwork and and lawyers' fees, Mm -hmm. right? Like, they can just throw their weight around, and even if you could win the legal case, if you go bankrupt first, that doesn't matter. So another one of the big questions was, can you revoke an, OG, an, an open license? And we don't know. Um, I fell down a rabbit hole of research, and I found out that as much as a lot of the economy actually relies upon Creative Commons and open licenses, courts don't love them. No. 
there aren't a lot of decisions the courts have said either way whether they're valid. They're, courts are so afraid to put give precedence to open licenses, rightfully so, because oh, yeah. precedence is the basis of making decisions for the future. So yes. they really stray from making decisions. Because, well, you don't know who's going to be giving you money in the future. <laughs> well, that too. Like, let's 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 steel man the courts for a second, and let's assume the courts were perfectly moral. They're not, but if they were perfectly moral, they still like have a reason to be hesitant. Yep. Because some of those clauses are a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like one of the clauses in several of the Creative Commons licenses is. Basically, this populates forwards, so it's you can use something for a commercial license, or so you can use something for a commercial purpose, but it also has to be under a Creative Commons license, which means you can sell it, but no, but people can just take it. Yep. Which, like, when does that stop? Does that just go forever? Well, that's the thing, right? When it's in the public domain, what at what point is it legally not in the public domain anymore? Well, and and. Strictly speaking, Creative Commons is not the public domain. Legally, those are different things. Yes, exactly. One of the things that Creative Commons, I think I think most, I don't think any of them sign it away, but I know most definitely don't sign away what are called moral rights. Where moral rights are your right to have, amongst other things, your name on a thing you wrote. So if I wrote, if I wrote a poem... And I put it in Creative Commons, and I put it under, what is it, CC4, Creative Commons License 4.0, and, and Boris did a dramatic reading, he would still have to say, written by Tyler. Yep. I don't get any money, but he has to say it. Where this starts to get weird is certain jurisdictions have other rights that are moral rights. In Canada, we protect, to a degree... The, the, the form of expression. Yeah. So we have said you cannot change the meaning of a piece of art without violating the, the creator's moral rights. And funny enough, the case on that is about those geese in the Eaton Center. Yep. Where that's a sculpture. An artist made it. One year, the Eaton Center management or whoever put Santa hats on it. And he sued. And he was like, that changes the meaning, which it does. Like, it's now, like, you can say it's dumb that, you th- that like, it doesn't change the meaning in a way that you think is important, but he thinks it is important. It's the artist. And one. Exactly. But that's where the stress get complicated is America does not, has not historically respected that level of moral rights. Mm-hmm. So we have this problem. We have all these nesting problems of just all these legal questions that it really seems like if they wanted to go as aggressive as possible, the Hasbro plan was we're the biggest kid in the schoolyard. As long as they don't all gang up, we've got this. Yep. And then they all ganged up. They all ganged up. And then some. And then some. Uh, it, is, it's it, was, cr- it was impressive. It, I have never seen a community come together this way because one thing we always talk about on this show is the way that a lot of these fandoms and these communities are so fractured right and they are yeah 100 percent. right because these are all businesses 
we we say community like they're all you know jumping in like in harmony no there are these are all different businesses trying to make money and literally competing against each other using the open gaming license right so they're just yep. sharing this one document all trying to make their own money all trying to make yeah. more money than the the other person so the fact that they all put all their quote unquote differences aside and said wait a minute Hold on. Yeah. What the hell? Well, and not even just them. Companies that didn't rely on it got on side. Well, Fans because got a lot of these side. companies, some of these companies have their own, you know, for lack of a better term, open gaming license that yep. they're afraid that could change. Because, again, precedence oh, yeah. will be set. Yep. Yeah. And the other side is, like, I didn't expect the fan base to react the way they did. Oh, man. Wizards of the Coast saw a huge cut to their D&D Beyond subscribers. That, I don't think we've gotten an updated number of how much it dropped, but they were playing damage control in the last shareholders call. Yep, they were. D&D uh, Beyond. Can you explain yeah. what that is? D&D Beyond is an online resource that allows you to build characters it allows you to access stuff that's in the books in a more convenient digitized form um i believe dnd beyond oh, I'm, I'm i'm having a moment i think they were first a separate company that then wizards bought yeah that's that's exactly what happened yeah so it's a really useful tool you don't need it but it makes life easier and you pay a monthly subscription to get access and really cleverly from their point of view, you pay a monthly subscription and you have to buy the digital copies of the books you already bought the print copies of. Woo! <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, you but know it what? makes the money. Yeah, exactly, it makes the money. Saves the creators side. time. Saves, co especially content creators, yeah. a bunch of time. They, 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 you know, they, they're not using paper. They're not scrolling through books as they're trying to figure stuff out live on, on Twitch or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. The other side is the number of competitors, whether it's your Chaosium, who does Call of Cthulhu, whether it's your Paizo, which was Pathfinder 1 and 2 and Starfinder. Like, they were selling out. Like, they sold out entire print runs over the course of a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, Chris Birch, didn't, who's the... the can't remember his job title. He's in charge of Modiphius, who, in the interest of disclosure... I am writing stuff for Modiphius right now. He doesn't have any say of what whether I can do interviews. Like right. I'm just a freelancer, but like, in case you're worried, this color is my opinion. They've paid me in the past, and they're going to pay me again in the future. But he was like, we didn't sell out, but he was like, we saw real good sales because they have the Dune RPG, and they have Fallout as an RPG. So, like, that's some good stuff to have. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So, you know, we've thrown a lot of information out there. So we have the open gaming license. It's, let's just call it this document of rules and regulations of how you're allowed yeah. to use, uh, you know, uh, the D&D the, the official stuff yeah. for your subset of it. world, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what Wizards of the Coast did is they came in and said, okay, we want a piece of the pie. So they set out a number 
$700,000. If you make more than $700,000, you have to give them X amount of the pie. And there was a lot of more paperwork and stuff like that that you would have to show and prove. And you would essentially have to show them how much you're making to prove that you're not making more than that. Um, what were, was there any other significant changes in terms of video content, in terms of anything else like that? There was a couple of clauses that were thrown around in a few different drafts dealing with some other stuff. They had a couple about like video games and digital assets, which they said meant NFTs. What's a digital asset is a yeah. real good question. Um, they had some really stringent uh, reporting requirements, which even if you didn't have to give Wizards a cut, the time and effort taken to create those reports and ensure they're compliant, that takes time and money. So you could almost imagine, what if you had to, what if you had to do taxes a second time? Yeah. And you just didn't get anything for it. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's, that's essentially what they were asking for is proof of, of, of like earnings. All of your sales. Yeah. And the, one of the biggest thing, the biggest, well, there's a, a small thing, which is they had a, a morality clause in there, which was like, you couldn't be racist or sexist or homophobic or anything, which I'm like, okay, like, that's fair, but I don't know if you can enforce it. Like, what, what is that? It, under the law, under contract law, those terms are not well defined. Yeah. In human rights law, they are, but different bodies of law don't always share definitions for things. So it was it was it was a, it was a weird clause, and I suspect in part it was something for them to point at and go, "Look, we're doing a good." Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. So there was uproar. There was almost like I mentioned earlier, live negotiations that was happening on social media. So weird, right? And. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's it never crazy. seen anything like it. And then, yeah, like the the essentially everything's been put on hold, so to speak. Um, no, they so, caved. Oh. To a certain extent, oh. they caved at the time, but changes are coming. What those changes are, we don't know. What they're trying to do, it seems like, is there's an upcoming update to Dungeons and Dragons. It might be 5.5. They're calling it D&D 1 or something, or 1 D&D. It's a stupid name. It's a stupid name, so I can't remember it. The current belief is they're going to try to put this new content under a new license. Mm. Which, yeah, that's a smarter call to put on our business hat. So they're going to change core things. If they you're already have use certain classes. The new stuff. Put, and yeah. You're bound to this new agreement. That's what they're going to try to do. And one of the clauses they floated is if you use this new stuff even once, you are bound by this new agreement and you cannot go back to the old one, even if future stuff doesn't use the new things. Mm. So basically, Which, again, I have talked to lawyers and a few lawyers are like, I don't know if you can do that. You can't. No. Yeah. You. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah. It just. No, it just sounds very strange. It's like, hold on. It, it is There's this new agreement. Clause. You know, yeah. you used it once. You're bound by it. No grandfathering, no nothing, or no updating after the fact. 
Yeah, it, it, the, yeah the, the idea is roughly that it has a clause that, like, supersedes all previous agreements, which, like, that happens sometimes, you know? If you if you have a show at Netflix that you're the right, that you're, like, oh my god, brain fart. If you're Joe Hill, who's selling lock and key to Netflix, and Netflix comes in, and now, because lock and key's done now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say Netflix is like, we want to do like a sequel show and Joe Hill decides he's on board. Part of that negotiation, part of that contract would probably be this replaces the old contracts. Right. But that's a different thing because you're both negotiating from something resembling equal footings. Yeah, it's interesting. All of this is interesting just because, you know, like we mentioned earlier, public domain and open, very different stuff. Uh, you know, the whole setting the precedence, not really there. Um, and it seems like they're literally, well, you know, literally, what, however you want to use that term, um, jumping through hoops, trying to change things back and forth, right? Uh, so just from a legal standpoint, like, like what's going to happen? Like, you know, using your business sense, using your... Your 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 legal hat. Using your you know your knowledge from the industry, what do you foresee coming down the road? So, I'm I'm going to say the same thing I've said in two meetings now. Once upon it, like I have, I know what I would do if I were if I were in Wizards of the Coast and I was a sociopath. I know exactly what I'd do. <laughs> Once upon a time, I would assume that's what they're going to do. But the last three years have been so goddamn weird, and this leak, and, and and part of the reason I think it was a leak, is just it was such a bad agreement that, like, how could you expect anything else to happen? And why would you give the community extra time to mobilize? Right. Like, the, 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 part of my thing is, like, it's so stupid to, like, put up something that bad as a test balloon. Um... So, like, I don't know. People are just dumb. Like, the shareholders are now yelling at Wizards, being like, and Hazard being like, what the, what are you doing? Stop it. You have a movie coming out. Yeah, that was going to be my next point, right? Like, all of this is happening on a year that Dungeons & Dragons is getting newfound attention from the mainstream pop culture uh, because they have a movie Also, like, the, every year, every year for, I think, the last six have been their best year ever. Yeah. Yeah. Every year is getting better. I think it was in 2020, they had like a 33% increase in sales. Thank you, Stranger Things. Like, like Stranger Things. Uh, I mean, Penny Arcade, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Critical Role, Dimension 20. Because like a lot of these people started doing it a while ago. Yeah. It's bananas. It is. Right. So, yeah. you know, you under here's the thing. Me from a business sense, I understand where Hasbro and yeah. Wizards of the Coast are coming from. I really do. Oh yeah. The execution was the most pissed Atrocious. poor thing humanly Atrocious. possible. So what I would do again, assuming I'm a business sociopath, is I would, I would, I would, I would say everyone won. I do exactly what they've done so far. Of like, say everyone's won. Don't say a goddamn thing about it again. 
all the movies coming. Oh, we got new books. And you focus publicly, you focus on that for a while. Internally, I would set up a team of lawyers to basically be like, I want, I want to know what we can win, hmm? what we can slam dunk win, what we can win if we fight, and what we can't win if we actually go in front of a judge. Yeah. Right? I would categorize everything we have into one of those four categories within the subcategory of what is the stuff we have that we te- technically other people own still? Because there's a bunch of stuff they have that like Ed Greenwood owns or like other random writers still own. I'd break all that down. I would wait a while. Um, I'd be like, you know what? We've gotten a lot of good feedback from the tests for D&D 1. We're gonna, it's going to take more work than we thought. We're going to delay it. But that's fine. We got some awesome new books coming out. I put out a couple more books, like, because whatever you've a huge, they can just republish old adventures still, yeah, and just keep putting out content. Don't they republish? At that point, I would get that. I get that lawyer team together. I would Things release like- Dungeons and Dragons six. Mm-hmm. I would like, and I'd revamp the entire thing top to bottom. And with Dungeons and Dragons six, I would release three licenses. And I'd be like, because they already have multiple licenses, actually, because they also have a thing called the DMs Guild, which allows you to use a bunch of their IP and their artwork. But it has to be through a single closed store and they get a cut. I would release six with three licenses. I'd as a thing to the to the fans, I'd release a bare bones OGL. And I'd put nothing. Like, I would put only the stuff that you would, like, you, like, that the opposing side would slam dunk win against you. Yeah. Right? Like, I'd put, like, fighter. I'd someone who baps stuff. I would then have, like, a middle of the road license that gives you a lot of the cool things, but not all of it. But, you know, you just gotta talk to us a little bit. You have some clauses. Well, you make it you make it really straightforward, and you have a couple of people whose job is to basically just like liaise with creators who want to use that. Mm-hmm. And then you have a more stringent one that gives you a lot of advantages and is basically a partnership agreement. And you use that to, for your critical roles for your Dimension Twenties. You reach out to Critical Role, Dimension 20, anyone else you think can make really good in advance. You get them signed up with Sweetheart Deals. Yeah. And then you have this new one for any other Twitch streamer that basically it's like, you just as soon as anyone starts to get a little bit of traction, you kind of move them through. Because one of the big things that I think they overplayed is there's a bunch of tiny publishers out there that they should just leave alone. It makes yeah. their own game better because it's the network effect of... The fact that there are tens of thousands of just free and cheap adventures and maps out there, it just helps them. Yeah. It just helps them sell their main book. So one 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 very important piece that I forgot to add earlier in all this is, you know, part of their mentality and their 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 thinking through this and they being wizards of the coast is not only yeah. they want a slice of the pie. 
sure. you know, there's that IP protection, right, which is becoming much bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You don't want a company. And I'm not saying that this is what's happening. And this is the PR spin on why these changes would be justified. They don't want a company to, you know, turn everyone into Nazis and or something like that, right? Things like that. Sure. I mean, they kind of already have that protection in a de facto way. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not a legal protection. But the reality is, is like most RPG sales that aren't Wizards of the Coast, that aren't the big, that aren't the big folks, goes through drive-through RPG. Yeah. And drive-through RPG gets and all that stuff. Exactly. If you're selling like openly Nazi stuff, I mean, once one time I would have said most distributors aren't going to take that, but then the last couple weeks happened, so I don't know. Nothing matters. I just don't know. No, but it's true. Like, there's a few guardrails already in place that are like, they're de facto, they're not de jure, which means they're not legal protections. They're just kind of like protections that already exist of like, yeah, most stores don't want to don't want to stock the Nazi RPG. Yep. Oh, but here's uh, Hogwarts uh, Legacy. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, okay, so going back to the topic. Uh, sorry, <laughs> just I don't know. watch Stephanie Sterling's video for my thoughts on it. Um, so so going back to this whole fiasco. You know, so I love your tiered approach, actually. Your tiered approach is the most common sense way to do this. Because why are you going to, like, borderline penalize? And by penalize, I mean make people go bankrupt if they're not really doing much, right? Like, um, you know, having a tiered approach makes the most sense. Well, and I think a big part of it was is I think they didn't care about no. the people they who are like, the small they companies. put everyone in the same bracket, so to speak, right? Well, and I don't even think that. I think they just didn't even think about it. I think they saw a Critical Role. They saw the, they saw the the big, the big companies, ones. right? And they were like, "Fuck them! That's my money. That's that's the money I want in my pockets. I want the Amazon deal, even, right? Like they did not even consider anyone smaller than like." definitely smaller than like green ronin yeah but i would bet they didn't even care about green ronin right and who's like a yeah the reason why this is so huge especially in the gaming gaming tabletop world is because this sort of license this sort of agreement is more than just for dungeons and dragons right yeah i mean what so so let's talk about that before we we wrap things up let's talk about no, like the the bigger world stuff. So, I mean, that's a great way to look at it. One of the big questions is, is what else is technically an OGL? So, for example, how many, how many pieces of software do you use at Workforce that are probably in part under some sort of open license? Oh, shit ton. Actually, Actually, it's funny that you even say that because a critical piece of my company software is actually open software created by this open group who 
openly distributes this software and we literally just take that in so yes oh yeah I, I know, and, and this isn't. This is not me critiquing software companies. Yeah. Software and video games do this all the time. Look but at, what if all of the go time to the about have... screen of your any oh, yeah. electronic device? You'll see that there's a whole slew, the pages and pages worth of open licenses and 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 credits too. Well, the number of APIs and applets mm-hmm. and a little bits because it's like, why would you reprogram it? And you know, some of those, it's like, oh, you give the person. 99 cents or you give them 100 bucks or whatever for the open license and you can use it infinitely and some are just free but could you imagine if all of a sudden that group was like oh yeah no you can't use that anymore we've decided you can't yep like actually like, perfect example of this what is what java did? did when oracle yeah. bought java right this was similar to that where when oracle bought java they're like cha-ching motherfuckers yep Exactly. And there's a couple of big legal questions that are being tossed around with that. Yep. Because Oracle with Java is like, that is a one of the best comparators. Yep. And then one of the things that's tied to is Disney has been pushing a new legal theory with some of their agreements. So when one when when someone buys a company you usually have to buy the company, right? Yep. And sometimes you can buy only parts of the company. So, for example, a common thing with distressed companies is you buy the important assets, you leave behind the assets you don't care about, and you let that remaining company declare bankruptcy. Yep. And then parts of those deals, you have other ways to do it. Disney has argued that when it bought certain companies like Marvel and it bought that IP, it didn't buy the writer's contracts. Exactly. So a bunch of these writers are still owed royalties. And some are owed royalties from like the Star Wars books and stuff. Yep, we've talked about this in detail. Exactly. But could you imagine if all of a sudden the company was able to go... Oh yeah, we didn't buy the OGL. We only like, it's just no. You just have to pay all this stuff now. Yep. We didn't buy that license. We left that license behind. Like that changes how some fundamental concepts of law work in how art and video games and everything are created, and you would see a lot more things disappearing. But Tyler, this is something that you and I have talked about yep. on and off the air, and that's oh, the yeah. whole concept of. You know, of, 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 of how slow and ass backwards the law is yeah. to technology, to new, to new things, right? And I think tech is really the big one where the law is just still trying to catch up to, to, to certain technologies uh, and, and, and it's being left in the dust to the point where we are leaving so many open questions right now. That it's almost scary that one one buyout, one takeover, one hostile takeover, let me be exact, is going to change and it's going to fuck the entire tech industry big time. Yep. I, I, I would actually argue 
I would argue that in the time we would do this podcast, we saw a change from a passive disinterest from legislators of keeping up with technology to an active disinterest. Yeah. You know, By which ignorance I'm saying, is bliss like, to I don't give a shit. We, to actively, like, why would I regulate you? You're the one paying me off. Yeah. And part of that is I think about the difference between Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook being in front of Congress in 2012 versus anyone getting pulled in front now. Yeah. And and half of the shit anyone says about Twitter. Yeah. Of like, whether or not you think Elon Musk should get to buy Twitter, whether or not you think Elon Musk is a good person, the ideas behind whether or not Twitter is a public forum are actively being ignored by by legislators. Yep. And to an extent, I actually sympathize with the lawyers and judges being like, we're not supposed to be leading on this. You are. Mm -hmm. You're the one supposed to take the lead. Otherwise, we're just making stuff up. Yeah. But isn't that at some point, at some point, isn't that where the law starts? By just taking a stab at it. But yes. But legislators are supposed to do that. Not yes. a judge. Not a judge. That's the issue right there, right? It's that the yes. judges are there to enforce the laws, not create the laws. And interpret. Because sometimes their job is to look at a law. Yes. And be like, well, they were talking about situation A. This is situation B. It is different. Is it different enough or is it similar enough that it will fall under this law? Yep. Man, it's scary. It's scary when you actually sit down and think about this, right? Like, like just this conversation has me thinking about so many possibilities and how something so minor, it's not minor, but something so minor, like an open game license can trigger so many discussions, can make you think about, you know, the, in, in an entire industry's worth of work if not that is left un, not I'm not even unsafe but there is literally nothing there to protect to uh enforce to anything yep yeah I, I agree I mean I think that's part of why right because for a really long time I think everyone, like by me, which I mean governments around the world, other countries, assumed America would take the lead. And America just didn't. And I think that's part of why we have this mess of like, well, what do you do if if a social media causes a genocide? What do you do if, you know, a, a, a company can decide your army doesn't have the capacity to operate anymore. Yeah. Well, which is me. Yeah. That's no, but, 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 John Deere's ability to turn off tractors. Right. But you know, but this brings up another thing, right? And that yeah. law here in Canada is different than yeah. law in the States. And as we know, and as we're seeing, as we talked about with the whole Activision uh, discussion, 
You got law in the UK and the EU, which is different from the US. So whose law supersedes whom? Right? Yep. So as as the world becomes this global global village, as that, you know, they coined in the 70s, 80s, or whenever it was, man, this stuff is becoming crazier to think about just because it's like it's all information sharing within seconds as opposed to you know however long it was before uh so 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 you know the the, these interpretations these open licenses is becoming a a bigger not even an issue it's just like it's like can i say it's pandora's box i think so i i generally think of like like we 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 keep talking about these issues but could you imagine if you know Twitter decided you don't get a phone anymore because they've decided that one OGL that your software relies upon doesn't count because they bought exactly. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm using Twitter just because it sprung to mind of it's a company that like can buy stuff. We just imagine we bought a company. It was like, no, no, or even worse. Like we decided Android phones don't get, that's a perfect example. If a company openly buys Android, the kernel, that yeah. all Android is based off of and say, no, 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 not anymore. Yeah. Then what? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Or or and you can get weirder of of as we're starting to see where more and more companies are trying to push for stuff of like, you can't repair your own things. That's actually illegal. Um <laughs> Well, right, like, the whole the McDonald's, uh, right? What, what what do they call that? The the vet, like their 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 ice cream machine problem, yep. right? Yep. I mean, that's what it was. It was early in the Ukraine war. People were talking about like, isn't it awesome that John Deere was able to shut down those tractors that Russians stole? And it's like, no, because that means all of a sudden you have to pay a subscription for your tractor. That's actually. We're gonna be. We're gonna have a whole episode dedicated on oh, that. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it, right? Is this is this is us pulling up part of the tangled mess and being like, "Look at this part of the tangled mess. This is a real messed up part." I know it's attached to all these other parts that we need to talk yeah. about. Yeah, but it's just crazy, right? Like, it's 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 tech and society, society and tech, as integrated as they are. No one has, and I'm not saying I'm not a fan of anyone governing certain things, but in a world where legislation is is rules, in a world where 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 where, where people love to sue, in a world where you know people need to take ownership of stuff, man, I can't believe we've left so many doors open, unlocked, open big red sign saying come here and screw the entire world yeah well look a lot of people read william gibson and were like sounds great and william gibson was like what the fuck are you talking about no it isn't (laughs) and they were like nope sounds great (laughs) right (laughs) william gibson was like no this is bad and they're like already cutting my fingers open to put magnets in (laughs) yeah man oh Dude, this is crazy. But this has been an excellent talk. But this is this is the why what I love about our podcast, right? We take something like 
Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons, and we extrapolate that into tech and society because people don't realize just how integrated all these concepts are. And as we talked about earlier, you know, setting precedence is one thing, and then the interpretation of of everything of laws and everything else is is it all comes together and it's a much bigger picture. And like I mentioned earlier, that there's so many open doors when you talk about tech and society that. There's so much to talk about, and I'm not trying to scare anyone, but you know, as as yeah, well, you are, but as as you know, as, as we're as the Elon Musk's of the world want to you know take over certain things, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more issues. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, there you go. Whew, what a chat. What a conversation. That was honestly great. All right. So you can find the It's Canon podcast on any of the podcasting apps. You can find us on Amazon, Spotify, Apple, you name it. We're probably there. You can go to itscanonpodcast.com. If you're listening to us from Sunday Night's Main Event Patreon feed, thank you so much. And just remember, your fees are due soon. It is the first on Thursday. Uh, Patreon.com slash SNME Radio. That's where you can continue being part of the family. Uh, if you're listening to us from the It's Canon podcast feed, well, and if you like more pop culture, you like entertainment, you like music, you like wrestling, go to Sunday night's main event. Uh, give them a shot. There's literally a show for whatever you like. Thank you so much for listening. Tyler, this was honestly an awesome time. Uh, hopefully, Phil, you're feeling good. Uh, if you've listened to us once, thank you. If you listen to us a million times, we thank you just as much. He's Tyler. I'm Boris. Until next time, take care. <laughs>